Welcome to AmiCast, podcast about Amiga computers. I'm your host, Krzysztof Radzikowski, but call me Krzysztof or Radzik. Hello, and uh, today is uh, another great episode of AmiCast, 23, the number is... And we have the um, again special guests, uh, but maybe let's uh, let's look say something because, uh, like you say before, there are two hosts now, so um, I will shut up myself now. No, there's no need to for you to shut up at all. To be honest, you know you're you're a great speaker and you you can ask great questions as well. Anyway, hello, how are you today? Uh, I'm fine, and our guest. How's our guest? <laughs> I'm great, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> As you'll notice, um, our guest is, of course, uh, um, an English-speaking person, and uh, he is an Irish person. So, uh, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, my name is Jarlath Reedy. Uh, I run the Amiga Ireland events here in Ireland. And uh, we meet up once a year and we are growing a community and um, we're enjoying ourselves along the way. That's great. That's brilliant. So, um, Jarlath, um, can you tell us how, how did it started for you if, um, if it comes to if it comes to Amiga? Well, um, I have really fond memories of uh, Amiga and Commodore um, computers from when I was a kid. Um, those machines brought, you know, family, friends and neighbors together often in, in different ways to, you know, the typical things we might have done. And um, so I have really good memories of the Amiga from school, you know, like um, things say maybe on a Friday, you might swap a disc with a friend uh, for the weekend and you try out something different. Um, like I remember finding Bionic Commando that way that somebody gave me. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that was you know that was how uh, amiga kind of started for me and <clears throat> when it was time to move on to something else for college uh, I, i you know I, i still i still miss the amiga so which year was it for you then was it like um, 89 90 1992 yeah uh, he's not so old <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh, i was born in 79 and the computer would have been at least uh, at least 1990 uh, i was late to the amiga scene actually um my amiga was an amiga 600 so uh, there were already a few amigas uh, released at that stage um but a lot of my neighbors had a amiga 500s and one guy had an amiga 1200 Um, and I remember um, going for a guitar lesson one day and I was waiting for my turn and uh, the teacher's son was in the sitting room playing Batman the movie. Um, and I had a Commodore 64 at the time and I was looking at the graphics thinking, I could see the joystick so it looked like a computer, but the screen looked like it was a cartoon or a movie or something. I just couldn't figure out what it was. So um, once I realized this was a, a new Commodore computer, I, I really wanted it. And after a few years, we eventually got one. Hmm. Uh, very, very interesting. I think the one funny thing is about uh, that I um, never think or thought about this um, uh, with this floppy. Uh, this was some kind of magic. 
like we, I think with uh, CDs um, because you, you bought it, let's say bought it. Some yeah, in that days there was something different than bought it maybe, uh, but forget it. And it was something like more than now because now you can go to internet or to Apple Store on Google Play and you can download it and try it and trash it and download it another one. Mm-hmm. There was something. Magical, magical, yeah. magical. Yeah, I remember. I remember similar things uh, in the beginning of the nineties in Poland. You know, ninety, ninety one, ninety two, when you when you entered the store and there were you know a lot of catalogs and all these games were catalogued. You know, and you were like you know like browsing that 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 big catalog of games and, <laughs> and imagining ah oh, is this a great game what sort of a game is it actually and there yeah. was a, always next to next to a title there was you, you know always like a um, a short description uh, but. You know, that, that really was something short. again. Was, uh, one sentence yeah. maximum. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. But you, you got eventually you got a, a, a box and, and a, with a, with a, you know like an instruction and and a disc and you you just you know um, rushed home just to, to to fire up the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like a whole new world you got to yeah. explore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That was this the was the way to uh, to unknown world. Because there was only one sentence that uh, <laughs> magic shooter or <laughs> but, but, science fiction but that, but, shooter. But that brought, you know, that brought the expectations that um, also, you know, like um, um, major imagination, you know, to to actually to, to work. Yes, we made the games uh, better than they were, I think, with our imaginations and our expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty okay. sure about that. Okay, so um, and why you come back to Amiga? Because, uh, like, I understand, like most of us, you had something like uh, stop <laughs> because of college, for example, or, uh, or yeah. you, you was forced to quit, and uh, this was the internet days, and it was not so easy on Amiga after 2000, for example. Yeah. 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 Um, I, you know, moved to Windows for a while. I studied uh, software engineering in college and uh, through, um, sadly, our college never told us about Linux, but uh, a classmate from Mexico introduced me to Linux and I got big into that for a few years. And then recently I found myself really um, thinking back a lot about the Amiga times and I would buy a boxed game maybe uh, online, you know, maybe once a month. Uh, with no plans of any kind, I don't know Amiga to play them on. I just had the box, you know, one or two boxes at home. And uh, then my wife bought me an Amiga 1200 for my birthday um, so I could play the games that I had uh, collected. <laughs> that was very thoughtful, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really good of her. Um, <laughs> she was, She's really supportive with all this. And uh, it was really hard to get time. I don't know about yeah, both of you, but it's, I found it really hard just to get time to fix the Amiga I'd gotten to make it work properly and to get time to, you know, um, play games and stuff. You know, we've a, we've a 10-year-old girl here and we all work. Uh, well, not the 10-year-old, obviously, but... Um, um, 
There just wasn't much time. And when I was playing, I realized, you know, I, what I really missed uh, besides the computer was the kind of community part, you know, have uh, meeting up with friends, ta having a chat and, you know, swapping stories or swapping game discs or whatever. So um, I thought, OK, the, the way to do this is to have uh, an event uh, where people can meet up and, you know, share the joy. Yeah. So um, you you said that you that you have that you know that that site. So how did you come up with the idea of the site? Um, which site is this, Luke? Um, Amiga users, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it just started with a Facebook page, really. Everything was sort of gradual, step by step. I didn't have a grand plan as such. Um, I used Facebook to try and gather people who were already living in Ireland, uh, who were interested in Amiga and, the, you know, with the plan to organize a meeting place, a neutral place somewhere in the center of the country. And we got uh, something like 60 members in our first year and half of those uh, were interested in coming to the meetup and they turned up at our first meetup so after that then uh the group kept growing and i thought we need a website so okay uh, maybe the good questions um, to our listeners uh, how, how to make something like um, a facebook web page or how to gather these people because the facebook is basically it's so big so if somebody want to make some meeting or some meetup like you mm -hmm. so how to do it in short short words uh, it's sure. hard not hard or because yeah you've you've started a, a, a facebook group first yeah Mm. Yeah, yeah. I tried a few sites, you know, we have, there are Irish forum sites, but I don't think they're as popular now maybe as Reddit slash or slash Ireland and stuff like that. I went around to everywhere pointing people to the Facebook group just because it's a convenient way to get people to converge and a lot of people already have a Facebook account. I, I didn't have a Facebook account, I created one just to get the group uh, up and running. And... Um, so I asked people I met and I went to other uh, gaming groups that I could find online. And there's a, a computer museum here in Galway in the west of Ireland. So um, and I contacted old school friends, too, that actually some of them I hadn't seen in ages and uh, said, look, if you're still interested uh, in meeting up with some Amiga people, come and uh, come and join our group and you know, find out when the next event's going to be. So that was part of it. Um, I actually spent a little money running some adverts on Facebook too. <clears throat> um, with Facebook, you can target your adverts by geography, by gender, age group, all that kind of thing. Um, and I think that's worth doing uh, if you're trying to start something new and the numbers are kind of low. Um, because there are places, of course, where we know to go to find uh, people like uh, some of the forums you know, in, in England and the US and stuff like that. But um, a, a lot of people who are still, uh, have very fond memories of Commodore and Amiga, they're, they're not anywhere on the scene now. They don't know that there are com communities or groups. So they're not a part of those groups. So I think there are an awful lot of people that we can still find who are just, you know, doing something completely unrelated to um, Amiga and computer at the moment. And they're the people now that I, I'm trying to track down and... Uh, get on board okay but this this um, i think paid way yeah you must pay for have um, to have ad, ad, advert in, in facebook <clears throat> 
for the ad, yeah. The ad had to be paid for. You know, I thought to myself, um, I think actually, now that I remember, there was an, an Amiga 30 event in Amsterdam. I was reading about yeah. it going, wow, this looks amazing. And I thought, you know, I'm not really a big extrovert, you know, and I didn't know anybody going. So I thought, you know, I don't think, I don't think I'll enjoy myself if I go to that and I don't know a single person at it. So I didn't go. And that was my motivation to start up the Ireland event. <clears throat> so- um Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you? Yeah, because we started this this, this conversation about the Ireland event. How? So how how did you start it? You know. Yeah. Step one was mm-hmm. uh, I created a Facebook group and I put in the description what the intention was of the group, what the the vision was, which is to try and meet up once a year. That's what the description says in the Facebook group. And then I went around to other uh, online communities that uh, that I know there are people living in Ireland that are a part of like on reddit on boards.ie stuff like that and i uh, and people who i met in person too and tracked down and some people on facebook that i found that i remembered were amiga fans back in the day from school and i just contacted all those people and said look come and join this group we're going to organize something once a year that was the beginning mm-hmm. and what, what what happened next you know <clears throat> Um, well, then, uh, besides running the, a couple of adverts as well, um, I decided to book a venue and uh, I went to the centre of the country, Athlone, which is uh, in the county of Westmeath. And I went around to all of the places that you could rent a venue from. I went around to the colleges, uh, the colleges, the hotels and some of the, um, you know, the secondary schools and stuff that, r- that rent out their room during the summer, rent out rooms or their building. And I found the best deal I could get. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that that still had decent facilities and I got really lucky um we've been using a, a hotel the Prince of Wales hotel uh, it's they, they were really good to us um and so from there um it it just took a lot of promoting a lot of you know getting people to spread the word but people were already in the group initially so I knew we had you know 40 to 60 people who were interested enough to join the group and comment and like posts and stuff so once I saw engagement I thought okay we can make a small financial risk here and uh run an event you know okay, okay so when when did the first uh, meeting take place The first meeting was in the summer of 2016. Um, at some point, I actually forget what month it was now. <clears throat> Year ago. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, it was a small enough meeting. Uh, there were between 20 and 30 people. Uh, we had a small-ish room, but the uh, the atmosphere and the positivity and all that stuff, the spirit was fantastic, you know. Um, and also, um, thankfully, David Pleasance agreed on um, a short on short notice to have a Skype interview, questions and answer with session with us. Um, and we set up a nice, you know, projector and uh, connected up with him. And we had a microphone out on the floor where people could speak with him. And that really added to the, um, you know, it made it kind of gave the event a more uh, official, uh, you know, to get kind of David's blessing really meant a lot to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah. so uh, um, about this, maybe I don't know if we should now, but uh, okay, let's talk on, on about um, this year um, edition because there was a lot of great guests and. Uh, as well the Skype interviews, so uh, I would like Skype or, or conference interviews. Um, so 
how you did it that this this meeting uh, this was first mine, but it was so great, so nice. So uh, how to do it? Because you start from nothing and you created quite a powerful meeting, uh, and now even you make a um, with look a podcast, yeah, uh, another Amiga podcast. Very good. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, I, I thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. I, I have to say, I love your podcast. I love the guests you have and the kind of uh, interviews. You know, throughout the years, I've read so much, so much from the biggest of the big names that I've kind of heard it. Uh, all now almost um, but your interviews have always been really interesting and they're usually about uh, you know stuff that's actually happening now and you've spoken with you know I listened to interviews with Mike Batilana and uh, I read your interview with uh, Norbert Kesh and stuff like that it's it's really fascinating yeah Good. but um, um, yeah, I mean so your question is how how to how to do the Skype part of the uh, this of course uh, as well but uh, how to do so I think great party because this your second edition mm-hmm. um, I think have uh, this this edition has um, has has um, big influence on Amiga scene now yeah I mean um, there's there's a couple of things to make it uh, you know there were I learned a few lessons from the first one um, so you know to find out what, what what do people need and stuff like that uh, you definitely to run an event like this you need a couple of people with you who are going to be just ready to deal with problems as they arise because you can't prepare for everything um, people are coming with really old technology um, for starters and you know maybe they want to use the network or something like that and you, you just don't know what to expect but um, one one thing I suppose is to try and get the balance right between inviting uh, enthusiasts like ourselves you know who are you know users and fans um, and collectors and gamers and inter- uh, and inviting uh, people who are you know the, the sort of the VIPs the, the superheroes of the Amiga world um, and I suppose um, to try and, uh, you know, keep in mind that people who are fans of Amiga were fans of Amiga for different reasons. OK, some people, they want to play games, you know, and that's great. And they'll, um, they'll come and, you know, there was a sensible soccer tournament that was absolutely fantastic and a few racing uh, tournaments. And then there's other people like myself who aren't really so interested in games. Uh, we like we're interested in the software development or the community and meeting the people. Um, and then there's people who are interested in, you know, meeting the, the, the big names and the, the great people who have had such an impact on the Amiga scene. And then, of course, there are vendors, you know, people who are producing software and hardware who might like to come and show their stuff to people who will appreciate it. Um, so I suppose uh, what, the main thing to keep in mind is that there are a few, you know, there's more than one kind of Amiga lover out there and to try and cater to everybody. Okay. I'm, I must say, because both of us, me and Krzysztof, um, we attended your second meeting. I didn't attend the first one, even though I really, really wanted to do so. Krzysztof, did you attend the first one? No, 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 no. You didn't Sorry. as well. 
So, uh, but, but both of us, you and me, we attended the second one. And I must say the second one was quite successful. And just like you said, Krzysztof, um, it had a great impact on the, on the, compu- on the community and on the, on the Amiga scene. Um, and I really look forward to, to going to the, to the third incarnation of your meeting as well. So can you tell, um, can you tell us something about your, um, third installment of the um, Amiga Meetup. Sure, yeah. Well, the third one is going to take place on the 19th and 20th of January 2018. And we're going to meet in the same venue. Um, and everybody who was there last time plans to come back next time. I know that for a fact. And we hope to also have a few uh, new people on board. Um, I've actually been in touch with um, some other people who are very interesting characters from the Amiga scene that you may or may not know who have written for magazines back in the day and stuff like that. Um, I don't want to say who they are yet because it's No, no, so no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You'll, sp- you'll spoil the surprise. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're, it's going to be a really good uh, party next time. And who knows, at some point we might even outgrow the venue and have to find a newer... That would be great. Events. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and actually, while, while we're on the subject of next year, um, I, I'm really passionate about the idea of people uh, starting up events in other countries if they're not already happening. Um, and one thing I would say, one mistake uh, that I learned or something I learned anyway from the first um, event is that you need to get video footage and photographs of your event when you run them because after we ran the first event it was all of that footage that we used to promote it to convince people we're serious um so you know when i contacted um some people you know i was able to say look this is what we did last year and we're doing it again and it's going to be even bigger will you come and they said yes because they could see the evidence (laughs) so um it definitely, if you're planning something like this, I would say start small, get the passionate people together, take photographs and uh, use that to promote the event. And grow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, but um, now we can come back to this, um, Yeah, let's say Skype interviews, uh, because in my opinion, it's quite a good option when you make the interview, uh, interview the, the event, uh, and you cannot have everybody there the, every VAP of Amiga World but you can try to do this in virtual way so in my opinion it's very good option to, and um, uh, which plans according to that do you have it will be bigger let's say panel of, of, of this meetup or yeah yeah, um, it's funny. I want to talk more to the group and see what did they like about it. Um, we had a lot of speakers this time. So in the first year, we just had David and um, it was amazing. He answered every question he was asked very uh, honestly and, you know, straight up. And this year then we had, you know, uh, David Pleasance, Trevor Dickinson came in person and we had John Hare on the Skype and um Uh, So what I wanted to do was make sure that everyone was okay with the balance of uh, gaming events and, you know, and we had workshops too, you know, uh, soldering. Rob Cranley did a fantastic soldering workshop. And then we had a couple of hours of uh, people talking as well. So I think the balance was more or less right as it was. And I'm not sure if it's going to change much, but I want to talk to the people who are actually there last year 
uh, a bit more and find out what what the feedback is and how do they feel. You know, maybe they want more. Maybe they want to talk to more people. Maybe they want them to talk for longer, or maybe they want to do it a little less, or maybe they want to keep it the same. I don't know. And um, uh, some competitions like um, so, uh, sensible or, or super skid marks. Um, it will be uh, as well, I think. Yeah, the uh, the sensible or the, the skid marks thing was kind of uh, impromptu. It it just came out of nowhere, and uh, it, it I heard the most laughter all day was coming from that corner of the room where skid marks was up on the projector. So um, I I uh, I didn't get to, a chance to to play it, but I think next year we'll we'll organize it in advance, and uh, we'll run it all day like the sensible soccer tournament. Mm. Mm. And maybe this is the. Um idea that you theoretically can make, I don't know how, but uh, uh, let's say a uh, world tournament in, in skid marks. So you can do it um, something like uh, uh, matches during the year, uh, year and somehow it should be uh, selected and uploaded to Facebook or this, um, I don't know, the charts. And then the great uh, at the party only the um, fight for the first, second and the third place. This is possible to do it, something like oh, that. Oh, Christoph, that is a Sorry. brilliant idea. Uh, I, I love good. it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's fantastic. Because um, we've been talking with uh, Playa Veli from SensibleSoccer.de and we sent in our Sensible Soccer results from the Irish uh, competition to them to get them added to their leaderboard. And something like that for... Um, Called skid marks would be mm-hmm. fantastic. It's such a fun game. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to do it. I remember there was, I think there was something with Formula One GP. The, I think you you play. This was in the 90s. You play on your computer and then you send somehow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This was only in Poland. No, I think this was maybe you look know something about this. I, to be honest, I remember only that um, it was possible to play like that through a game called Panzer General. I didn't know that you could do it. Um, that you could actually do it on on Amiga, you know. Mm, but this was, I think, you play and I don't know. You sent your save. And they check it. I don't know, remember. No, I, I don't remember. I, I've never heard about it, to be honest. Really. Okay. Well, that sounds like an interesting idea, to be honest. Anyway, it does. Yeah, and I mean, you, they could just take a photograph or something. I don't know. Maybe there's yeah. another way to do it—a non-technical solution. You know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hex is good. You can go in File Master and uh, read the mm. <laughs> verification stuff or something. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a very good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, especially with um, UAE, that, uh, you know, is networked and stuff like that, you know, maybe uh, it could be set to ping the site, which is a very basic JSON packet or something, you know, just mm-hmm. to say this score from this player uh, and in this country or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, and another uh, idea, because you said um, you have some kind of uh, museum, computer. So maybe it will be, but it will be logistic problem to to make some visit there. Or I know this is 200 kilometer, I think, yeah, or something, or 300. So another part mm-hmm. of Ireland, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is a good. I mean, it's it's kind of small. It's um, and I'm not really good with measurements to tell you how big it is. It's about 
uh, let's see, 10, 20, 30, maybe 50 by 50 meters or something mm. in size. Uh, again, it has computers all down through the ages, but they actually let everybody use the computers there, which is great. So you can actually sit down and power up any of them and start typing on them or playing games and stuff. Um, yeah, I did think about that. Um, and the only thing is, the only reason I haven't um, kind of... Uh, been more motivated to do something with it is because the community is so small um, and kind of fragile you know there are I don't know maybe 50 of us who are active in Ireland who actually turn up to the events and there's another you know there's over 100 of us actually in the group Um, I I felt that it needed to be in a central place so that everybody would feel like it's a neutral place to go to Um, you know like a lot of events take place in the capital city and you know the rest of the country kind of you know maybe feels left out by that and also the north of the country and the republic down south you know is kind of um, is is kind of you know divided uh, politically uh, to some certain degree so being where we picked was a sort of a place that was basically uh, neutral to everybody didn't matter where you were from um, everybody was included there so I, I think we're going to stay, stick with that but there's nothing um, of course stopping from having another smaller smaller meetup okay um, there was some technical we've had some technical issues I think Jarlath can you hear us yes I can hear oh, you yeah, this okay. was, well, I think one second because Basically, uh, just for information, if something is wrong, it's sorry because we use the new technology to make the interviews without Skype. It's amazing. <laughs> um, it's so much easier. Just one <laughs> click and off you go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, be prepared for the revolution. Uh, okay. <laughs> leave, wind- uh, leave Windows, Microsoft, Skype behind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. If this could work on the Odyssey, it would be great. But uh, I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, Talking no. about Odyssey, Jarlath, um, mm-hmm. can you tell us um, how much do you know about um, modern Amigas, you know, like um, NG stuff, like Amiga um, OS4 or MorphOS or AROS? Do you have like, an, you know, like a preference or um, which is your preferable system or... Have you ever tried any of them or seen any of one of them? Or would them. you like to buy one of them? Yeah, um, I, I I think they're all really interesting. And I also, like I found that the experiences I started off with the classic machine back in 2012, I think when my wife bought it for me, and I thought, oh, you know, there's these modern systems that now we've got Aros, Morphos, OS4. Um, I, I don't know if I'm leaving one out. Um and I thought these these systems are great. And then there's uh, other things like AK Reel or Ami Kit and stuff like this. And then there are also like re-releases of OS3 kind of things like, um, oh, what's it called? Like this classic, classic WB. Classic, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and there's another workbench one actually that's very good. It's called Better WB. Um, yep. That's worth checking out. <clears throat> but anyway, I, I found this... Uh, this broad selection really kind of confusing. I was like, okay, what's what's going on? Like, and which is are any of them official or which ones are compatible? So actually, I found that the amount of choice sort of stops me pursuing any one of them very uh, deeply. But um, at the moment, uh, I have Aros, 
uh, Broadway uh, running in a virtual machine because they've just uh, launched a Patreon campaign that I spotted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, very early days, I've just got it running and I've got the TCP IP stack, which is just a click uh, to get going. But And also the OS4 machines, um, like the X5000 is beautiful it's absolutely gorgeous like on the day and the x1222 is going to be really nice too so i'm actually tempted i'm tempted to buy the x1222 and at the same time i'm wondering where am i going to put it and because <laughs> <laughs> you because your room because your room and actually the the machines that are inside they've been like expanding yeah. all the time yeah i've had to buy another desk <laughs> <laughs> it's inevitable i think but uh, That's the, point. Um, i think uh, there is no big chance to speak uh, with somebody that use airs uh, can you say something about this uh, what's your feeling or uh, because it's the less popular amiga way in amiga world yeah oh my god Ooh. Yeah, with uh, yeah, well, Aros is actually really interesting because if you have an old uh, Pentium laptop lying around, you can install it natively on it, and it'll boot up in about a second. You know, it's really fast. Um, and then uh, most people point uh, people to uh, Icaros. Uh, desktop, yep. which is one of the distributions of Varos, um, which is quite good. Um, the out-of-the-box experience it could probably do it a bit more polish, but it's it's still really good. You can you know you can read PDFs and browse the internet and stuff with it. Um, uh, then Broadway is another one which has just been released now, which is what I'm looking into, and that's um, it looks a lot more faithful to the original uh, classic Amiga, let's say, um, for better or worse. <laughs> um, Uh, so I would definitely say, you know, one, one of the advantages of Aros is you can run it natively on your own hardware, which is really nice. Um, of course, not all your hardware will be supported, probably not your Wi-Fi, you know. Um, but it's definitely worth checking it out. Um, it's freely available and the devs, actually one of the developers came to the Amiga Ireland event. I didn't realize we had Aros developers here. Um, and he wrote the. Um, actually, it was Luke who told me about him. So, oh, Neil, yeah, Neil Kafferk, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he wrote the Prism 2 V2 drivers. I remember Luke, you told me. So yeah, so I spoke to him about it, you know, and I was asking him, you know, are you um, are you open to ideas from the community and stuff? And he was he was kind of saying, you know, it's it's really uh, it's implementers that we're stuck for at the moment. We need more developers to implement the ideas. Um, So, uh, but it's it's worth keeping an eye on. Definitely, I'd I'd encourage anyone to try it out either in a virtual machine or on your on an actual laptop. Have you had the chance of trying um, Odyssey on your Aorus machine? Um, yes, I think that is the browser I had. Mm-hmm. Now, I I haven't had time to actually use it. Um, when I first downloaded Broadway just a few weeks ago, uh, initially there was a the network wasn't configured to run and I can't remember was it something I had to change in the virtual machine or in the preferences in Aros to get it working uh, but then I was able to get uh, I was able to get google.ie up you know and it looked looked fine it gave me search results from what I remember mm-hmm. 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 Um, the Odyssey on uh, Aros or um, Aros site is, is better uh, because I it's, think uh, it's updated yeah i think it's right now it's the it's the best web browser for for from all, from all of the Amiga flavors to be honest because classic Amiga's got you know like what, what has it got it's got um eyebrows which is really really old and absolutely outdated yeah I'm, 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 I can't say a bad word about it but 
for you know for for modern browsing it's totally um unusable and there's the uh the uh the nut surf i think but yep. it's but uh but, but the way i see it it's just for the time being it's just so slow and needs on still classic, i think yeah it's, yeah, yeah, yeah and it still needs a lot of work to be done Uh, so um, that's the thing. And for OS4, what do we have for OS4, Krzysztof? You have the Odyssey, of course, that uh, still is working. But uh, uh, I was, or I'm using, or try to use this quite uh, intensively, often, often uh, because uh, now I'm. I, I decided I, I will do it. But uh, because, and then I was writing the book, and uh, but now what I see after some more couple of months uh, the odyssey is getting really uh, outdated it's um, let's say every day every uh, extra one page is not working or mm. not fully working now for example um, when i was writing the book uh, upload the youtube videos in odyssey was working now it's not working so i upload the uh, clip on the timberwolf But on the Timberwolf, I cannot uh, go to uh, YouTube editor. So I to YouTube editor is working from Odyssey. So uh, I'm really getting frustrated. I can imagine that. <laughs> Because, to be um, you know, this is nothing is changing. Uh, and even now I start to think uh, the in half year, it will be Amiga West. And uh, this is interesting if we get LibreOffice to this time or not. Yeah? I don't know, to be <laughs> honest. Not, we'll it will be really bad. About it. There are some previews about it anyway. Yeah, but uh, basically Odyssey is, the for now, the best browser. Then you have the NetSurf HTML4. Mm-hmm. So it's cool, but it's HTML4. So it's... Uh, and lack of... JavaScript uh, or this Java. So basically, mm-hmm. nothing is working on this. Uh, uh, okay, IMNet is working, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but basically, to modern uh, browse, to use the modern technology, like now we speak on uh, using web browser, yeah, and uh, appear in this is the website. Uh, it's great, but we need a modern browser. So yeah, we will see what happened. Uh, I'm I'm looking uh, forward to to new Odyssey, and I believe uh, I think it's not possible. I start to think it's not possible. Have you have you got some thoughts about this? Two of them, the two two of you. Sorry, <laughs> too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Jay. You start. Um, well, one thing that I don't, uh, I'm not kind of technically knowledgeable enough on for Amiga is what complications the uh, Indian issue, you know, the bite-wise ordering makes for porting software. But um, I know that on OS 4 they've been porting games. So, uh, you know, I, w- I would wonder, you know, can they port something like Chromium or, or Firefox? Um, I-, I know that's what Timberwolf is based on. Yeah. So um, if they have difficulty with that, it would kind of wouldn't uh, wouldn't inspire much confidence in me, I guess, because I think those are the only options to have to have a, a more fully modern experience. And like you say, we need JavaScript and CSS and all that stuff has to work if we want to use modern websites. Um, so short of writing a browser from scratch, it's it's 
probably actually I was listening to Trevor's interview with you Christoph and mm-hmm. he was saying that porting was easier than creating from scratch for games and I'm sure it's the same for a web browser yeah for sure so I would think that um, por- the porting of the browser is the only thing that's going to solve that problem Right. For me, um, I remember a guy um, called Fab from the MorphoS, and he created uh, and maintained, actually, at some point, um, great, um, great um, web browser, Odyssey as well, on MorphoS. And at some point, it was the best... Uh, web browser from yeah, all this is the same web browser so it's still the best yeah yeah but you know fab is not maintaining it anymore that's the thing yeah. and he hasn't been maintaining it for for quite some time i think he's 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 devoted himself to family right now so yeah, that's for the thing. Yes. so yeah but, but but i think it's 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 possible for actually if you have a you know, like a skilled person, it is possible to to have a modern browser or Amiga, but you, you, you need at least one person like Fab or, you know, a team of, of, of people would be great that uh, uh, would be able to, 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 to you know, to, to maintain such a mm. such a su- such a such an app because um Let's let's assume you know we've got another another person so skilled and so talented uh, uh, like Fab, and then again he gets into you know like uh, sickness or family or or anything you know, and then the the, the project stops. So yeah. unless we have more developers and more people who who wants to you know to to to, to develop things like that. Uh, then, then I, I I don't see it. I don't see a new uh, new, new 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 modern browser coming to Amiga um, systems. You know. Okay, I have a different question because uh, I'm complaining about this uh, as well uh, because the, the Fab uh, said uh, basically uh, bye bye. It looks like this, and uh, nobody wants to do it. Uh, so the question maybe is because I think the user base can push or make uh, some pressure on our let's say developers uh, or, or, or Eon or other companies that uh, they let's say they have the, some kind of money or power to do it um, so the question is uh, do you uh, as Amiga user and let's say future Amiga NG user because it must be more in NG platform because of power do you really need a browser on Amigos or not? Um, I would say definitely because really the the one the only reason I hesitate to buy a, a more modern Amiga is the fact that you know I only really have time for one computer I work almost all day on a computer so it needs to do what I need it to do and uh, the fact that LibreOffice uh, the beta is now ready and being tested on OS 4 means that the only real short fall is the um, browser so uh, how we get there is another question but I know for myself if there was a, a fully modern browser available on the Amiga system then I'd be uh, probably ordering an Amiga tomorrow okay and look well to be honest I've had some experience with MorphOS and OS um, 4 uh, in the past and I remember that you know Mainly on Morpheus, I I I I was using first. It was 
Sputnik created by Marcik and it worked at some point uh, pretty well. Then I used Odyssey and I was really, really happy about that. So again, I think uh, without a modern browser, um, I'll stick to classic Amigas because of mainly for me, games, nostalgia reasons and uh, demo scene. So, um, for my point of view, uh, as let's say NG Amiga user, that exactly I want to use it, um, let's say every day, and I'm uh, it will be not, not so nice, but I'm a, some kind of blogger and podcaster, yeah, to be honest, <laughs> uh, somehow. Uh, so for me, the modern web browser is uh, is must have because this is let's say must, my work, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, like you said, if um, if in next year or something, at, at least next year, I will not have the all this new Odyssey or, or some something or Firefox, whatever doesn't doesn't matter, uh, that I can use normally internet. Probably it's better to jump to classic because pff, for what I need the NG hardware that I cannot use every day, I can place. Super frog on on this on that whatever. Yeah, that was the the, the main thing for me. For, for you know, at some point I stopped using uh, I stopped using uh, MorphOS and I even stopped uh, booting into uh, MorphOS and uh, OS4 because most of my you know like uh, Amiga time I spent uh, either using a, or Amiga 3.1 or 3.9 or I just booted into you know like um, uh, Mac OS emulator Fusion. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the, for me the the, the thing. Mm-hmm. So the web browser is a is a, is a pure must nowadays. I think it's just like a window, window to you know to to, to that modern world, like yes. a window door. Yeah, yeah. Politic way is better door than because you can say windows. <laughs> and oh, well, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> just a slip of a tongue. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, but I think it's enough with this uh, mm, yeah, complaining about the situation. Basically, the uh, if everything is okay, the Odyssey is working really good. Uh, I was I using this heavily, and if website is working, so it's really stable, really good uh, job. But uh, let's jump to something. Um, else maybe <laughs> okay um jarlath um at some point uh, you've started um a website also ask amiga can you tell us about that oh yeah well um i, I wanted to get you know back into amiga and like i said there were so many um there's so much information to digest you know there are lots of different graphics libraries like MUI and stuff and you could um there are things in like classic wb and better wb and then i was wondering are they distributions well it was very difficult to get orientated and um threads forums and threads you know they're they're good in one way but it's you know you can uh, let's say a 40 page thread on something it can be very hard to fish out the with, pieces of yeah. information with, you're looking with for. 20 with 20 pages of flame war for example yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly virtual um, blood yeah, virtual right. blood. <laughs> yeah, virtual blood. I love it. Yeah, and you know, uh, for the last few years, uh, you know, working as a software engineer, Stack Overflow has been really helpful for quickly getting the information you need so you can move on. And I thought it would be great if we could have something like that. So um, uh, I had seen the Ubuntu uh, community had set up a site called Ask Ubuntu. Mm-hmm. 
in the same vein and I thought you know it's a great name it's very simple it communicates clearly what it does so I set up that site and got the um the software that was needed to make that work and um the idea is basically the same as Stack Overflow. People can come and ask a question. They can share it out on social media and the question and the answer get immortalized. And um, at some point when there are enough questions on it, we'll add uh, you know, an export link where people can export all the questions and answers if they want to take it with them or host it somewhere else or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this, uh, do you plan maybe something like uh, exactly like Stack Overflow, some tutorials or because tutorials you can put on YouTube as well, but <laughs> to make something like a, a, a hub because um, there is a lot of, like you said, topic on English Amiga boards, for example, and you have a lot of stuff to, to read. And if you are a new or if you are really looking for something specific, uh, you, you can ask and then everybody said, oh, this is in another topic. Don't make the mess here. <laughs> and yeah. then you read this topic. Oh my God, this is uh, 225 page and 100 is is in front of you. Uh, it would be nice to have something like, let's say, um, some kind of tutorials of uh, how to install Workbench, how to uh, play with uh, Amos, for example, or uh, other language, or even with Hollywood, it would be great. <laughs> uh, so, of course, you need people to do it. I don't know if our community is... Um, Um, power enough has uh, willingness to do something like that but it will be great yeah it would and uh, you know like again I was uh, just thinking back to Trevor because that quite that statement reminds me of him you know he's he's got great intentions around bringing people together you know without necessarily changing anyone's identity you know if you're Morphos you're Morphos fine if you're Aros but we can work together a bit better and um, I, I, I would love to um sort of if we could converge a bit more the different groups as opposed to hanging out on separate websites but you know uh who knows i know that together we can definitely do it there are more than enough people i mean look what one person look what norbert cash has able has been able uh, to do he yeah. did the impossible he did the impossible yeah <laughs> yeah everyone was saying like uh um, oh, it's not it's not gonna happen you know it's especially it's, it's on classic yeah especially on classic amiga you can't have google drive you can't have dropbox or anything like that and he came and said like okay you guys i just have a, i just have a news for you here you go there's a video of google drive working on on, on my classic amiga <laughs> with o20 because this is uh, like i think in every because i i, I can somehow compare our Amiga Awards to mainstream because I think uh, the rules basically are the same yeah uh, only the scale is different but uh, the old guys the, the the elite is saying this is not possible because of because from their experience and then come the let's say young guy uh, in uh, let's say any company and he did he have no idea that he cannot do it It's lack of experience and bam, <laughs> done. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I've just done it. I've finished it. <laughs> um, they call it a beginner's mind in uh, in some Eastern traditions. You know, okay. it's looking at something, look, looking at something with the freshness, without the idea of the concept of limitations and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's great. I love those people. <laughs> so right, yeah, yeah. So we go back from this Amiga Ask to uh, to Google mm. Drive, whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, the, the next thing for Ask Amiga now is going to be translations. So there'll hopefully be a button uh, where you can click on your country's flag and it will, uh, like like we do on the Ireland, the Irish site, and it will translate the questions and answers into your own language. It'll be using uh, Google Translate on the back end, so it's not going to be, you know, perfect by a long shot, but hopefully it'll make it more accessible to uh, people. Uh, Google Translate is better and better. Uh, it's uh, opposite to Odyssey. Every day... Google Translator is better. <laughs> okay, but uh, uh, let's, because I think, let's talk about uh, classic Amiga, because uh, at uh, Amiga Ireland uh, podcast, there was the, as well topic about the uh, rights uh, for Amiga uh, that goes now to Planto and, and so on. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the end of all, the classic is and probably still will be the most powerful Amiga branch or the community. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you think uh, it is good uh, for, let's say, Amiga? Uh, uh, and uh, uh, with Picasso, it's the same. Uh, what can happen for us? Or uh, I was even dreaming um, that it will be great to talk with the uh, Raspberry Pi Foundation and uh, take the Amiga OS 3, take the Amibian and put it like official distribution of Amiga OS 3 for Raspberry Pi because this is the hobby system. Okay, mm. I sh- now I can shut up myself again. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great idea actually to um, ask the Raspberry Pi Foundation at least what their criteria are to get recognized in that way. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as the classic machines go, um, with these new accelerators coming out, like the Terrible Fire open source hardware accelerators and, of course, the Vampire, um, the gap is closing between the classic machines, what they're capable of and what the new machines can do. So the classic machines can, you know, just you when know, people are saying, oh, you know, you know, soon the classic machines will all be kind of, you know, they'll be all thrown away or whatever. It looks like they're going to just go on forever. Um So uh, I, I don't think they're going to go away anytime soon. And um, I think I think most people prefer the classic machines. So I don't want to say they prefer the classic ones to the new ones. They've got nostalgia. The, yeah. the, the, the nostalgia keeps classic Amigas afloat, I think. That's the... That's that's the key, my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I think so. And I, so yeah, what, I'm, what I think what I was trying to say was that I, I think if you can tell somebody there's a way to do it on the classic machine, but it's not perfect, they will choose that over in the, the next gen uh, option, maybe. Um, but uh, you know, there's no reason we can't have both. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I, I, personally, I'm a little bit sad that the Amiga community has this chance. Yeah. To somehow survive on new platform, yeah, uh, and most of us are nostalgic guys. So, in classic, it's it looks like for now that the only hardware is uh, in development process. Yeah, like you said, Vampire, for example. Yeah, uh, mm. it's great card, uh, good performers, maybe not the best because it, everybody say this is zero sixty is, is slower. No, it's faster than Vampire. But the price of 060 and Vampire, and what you get from the Vampire, it's, it's better. Yeah? So this, this. But um, from hardware side, the classic is cool. But for software side, it's nothing happening. The Google Drive, but this was only one stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
and nothing more. Yeah, this update of eyebrows to 2,5, uh, it's only changed uh, one number because they didn't add nothing there. Yeah, basically for the end user. So yeah. the, from software side of my on my, my point of view, is the classic is completely dead. Um, that's I never thought of that before. Actually, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, uh, with things like the vampire coming out, I think it'll make the classic platform more appealing to developers again, maybe than it was uh, previously. But then on the other hand, maybe this new software that is written for, will only work with the vampire card, and it won't actually, you know, work on the older, slower machines. So I, who knows what the future will bring there? But yeah, there is. Um, looking in the app store uh, whatever it's called the Ami store yep. there's some amazing software titles there uh, Tower Tower 52 or 47 57 57 yeah it will be it will be some great well it was uh, we saw it uh, at the Ireland event um, I saw somebody playing it on their Amiga X uh, 1000 or 5000 it was yeah, it looked and the, some of the applications are great too. Um, I know there's a video editing application I, I want to look more into for OS4. I mean, that kind of stuff is really important. Um, otherwise, on day to day, like for example, using my classic machine at the moment, I can type up a long email or something on it and then you know send it to Dropbox and then I need to do the rest of the work on my main machine because I need to edit the video there and the graphics and stuff. But um, if I can do that stuff uh, on an Amiga, that would be an absolute dream come true. And there's no way any classic machine, Vampire or no, can compete with that. Basically, uh, what you, this is a great idea what you said because it is possible uh, and then I ex- explain why it's not, but it is possible uh, to do something like this with the Dropbox integration or other FTP server that you can make some something like this, that you do some stuff on Amiga, send there, and then on this, let's say, server, let's, let's, let it will be Raspberry Pi, is working some, some applications that they can automatically... Mm, this sent us email this uh, animation convert to um, some avi or you know something and then you can proceed to 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 do something on this on your pc uh, yeah. uh, but the problem i think is uh, because I, I had the great interview with the krashan but in polish language and he explained me and opened my eyes uh, because the let's say vampire project is great project. Uh, other thing is that the speed of Vampire compared to even the slowest NG you cannot compare it. Vampire is much, much slower. It will be always slower. It's mm-hmm. techn- technology. But the big problem of this is uh, we don't have new developers on Classic Amiga because every developer that or every guy that was interested in writing the program for Amiga OS, more for us, so for Amiga system is migrated to NG and uh, they will not migrate back from NG to Vampire because uh, you don't have these modern tools on NG, you have these modern tools you want to create something let's say like Tower 57 and you cannot do it on the classic, yeah. So well, to be honest, I know that Norbert Cat, you know, the author of Google Drive and Dropbox, yeah. he's he's um, he's also he's been developing for Morpho and he's been waiting for some stuff to come 
to, to you know to come out on Morpheus and he's um in the meantime he started um porting tiny G, t- tiny gl or yep. some kind of you know like 3d uh video drivers for for uh for vampire actually and he's one example he's the he's the exception he's yeah he had a great history if it comes to that and he came back to amiga again uh, around 2010 or 2012 and he started developing uh, both for morphos and for classic amigas so he's he's the exception i must say But uh, he, he right this... now he works with the he, right now he's been working with the vampire uh, team and he's a software uh, developer. Yeah, but the exception is not the rule. This is the problem of our, I think, community. So uh, I don't know how we can do it because there's a lot of ideas. To what, what yeah, we can yeah, do. I, 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 I see your point. We need at least 10 people like him. Yeah, and then twenty of fabs that make the yeah, and twenty yeah. and twenty of fabs and and now and, and then we the, maybe something would move on. Yes, yeah, well, so I, I think so for, for for classic because I'm I'm really sad because uh, when I make the uh, pool of uh, of classic Amiga, yeah, what you have on your machine inside, it looks like uh, most of us has. Uh, Uh, AGA system with uh, some fast RAM uh, and uh, 0.20 or a little bit more. It's it's let's say um, average. Or and most of us from this pool looks like uh, want to buy Vampire. So basically, in now because the Vampire the pre-order list is is, uh, is big success. Yeah, a lot of people want to buy over 2,000, I think. So basically, we have this powerful hardware, even on classic, to make great games like in '90s, like Foundation or Napalm, or, or, or even better. Uh, there is no uh, hardware limitation here, but uh, problem is that even Demosen don't care about the vampire. No, they don't. That's right. Uh, they've divided themselves, from what I've observed, that they they've divided themselves into OCS, uh, Amiga 500, and um, 060 AGA. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, uh, there's no middle ground, or there is no there's there is no um, anything above. There's no NG dem- uh, demo scene yep. right now, at least. But the interview is not with us, but with our guests. So, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well um, so well, what do I think about the demo scene, or what do uh, I think about general? Uh, what, do we, what do we say? It? <laughs> Now you can critique, <laughs> okay. put critique on us. Yeah. Um, well, from the classic point of view, you know, you don't need to develop on a classic to develop for classic. Um, there are cross compilers for modern systems that run even on Windows in the, uh, I think, in the Eclipse IDE and stuff like that. Um, there are YouTube videos explaining how they work. So, um, but then you're not developing on classic, and you can use emulators as well. So I think. Uh, It's definitely possible to have a better development experience, uh, possibly not to the level of, you know, what the most modern app developers, say for iOS and Android might be used to, where they can drag and drop a lot of stuff um, and, you know, create template projects really easily and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think uh, as far as developing for classic, there's no... I, I'm, 
you know, I haven't developed for classics, so I suppose I shouldn't, I have to say I'm not qualified to have an opinion, <laughs> but I'll give one anyway. And that's uh, that I think there's no good reason that a classic has to be a whole lot more difficult than next gen to develop for. Okay. Um, that's that's what I would think. Um, and then as far as the demo scene goes, I, th I think uh, the, the whole thing about demos, you know, people talk about banging the hardware and stuff like this. And today when you've got so much hardware, um, and it's so powerful uh i would just wonder what is the appeal of creating a demo when you've got it all you know you've got everything um i think the classic hardware is possibly more appealing but then again there are pc uh, demos too so i don't know have you seen um what's the most modern uh, hardware you've seen demos on uh i don't look at pc scene but i know the guys uh, explain me that it's not so easy to do the demo on pc because it's a big competition and you must show really something specially but from my uh, my point of view i'm not developer i'm not coder uh, i think it's much more easier to do demo on direct 10000 with uh, every support and objective uh, c or something that you can put the boxes and it's running than on the um, classic when you don't have the framework or something you must write everything from scratch basically Or C64, you know, or, yeah, or Atari, or yeah, that this, spectrum, yeah. This retro section, I think it's, more, it's, it's hardcore to write this. Yeah, on, yeah, I absolutely agree. Opinion. But the, the profi ways, the experts, the experts say it, it's not like this. It's opposite. Right, okay. Um, Jarlat, then I've got a question again. Um because you've recently started as well a, a, a podcast can you tell us something about that podcast then yeah so how did, how did it happen you know where did you get the idea from well um my favorite podcast of of all podcasts is actually a, a linux based podcast it's the ubuntu uh podcast it's run by um Alan Pope uh Martin Winpress Mark Johnson um in Uh, the UK at the moment and the format they use is fantastic it's sort of like reading a magazine there are different sections and each section is limited to you know in a magazine things would be limited to a certain number of pages so where where I, like a lot of podcasts might be you know very unstructured and stuff like that and you would never know from one week to the next what it was going to be like I really uh, this particular podcast I enjoy those kind of podcasts too but this one was quite unique in that it was so well structured And I thought I would love uh, to listen to something like this for Amiga. So after meeting uh, great people like yourselves at the Amiga Ireland event, I thought, geez, why don't we do one? Why don't we make, make one happen? It would be great. And also to promote Ireland, uh, the Amiga Ireland event as well, to let people know we're out there, you know. So that was the, uh, that was the initial kind of motivation behind it. Right. Okay. So, where, where did you go from that? You know, from the, from the, from that initial Or, like spark. How uh, to start a podcast? Go? This is the yeah. How to start a podcast? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, geez, it took a, it took me a long time to figure that out myself because um, there are a lot, a lot of different tools you can use, and also all my computers are Linux based, <laughs> uh, which means uh, you know the, the the typical advice for podcasting doesn't apply. <laughs> In some cases, you have to use different software. 
Um, so I guess the first thing uh, to start with is to figure out what, what kind of format he wants. You know, what, what kind of podcast would you like to listen to? And who do, who do you need with you to do that? You know, like some people are good on their own. You know, some people are very good at independent speakers and uh, they do a good podcast on their own. Uh, for, for me, I like the idea of the um, uh, talking with other people. Conversation, um, yeah, exchanging yeah, ideas. Yeah, especially, you know, I'm not really that, that knowledgeable about Amiga. You know, I love using it uh, as a user. You know, I love using the applications and stuff, but um, I wouldn't uh, be, you know, I wouldn't be knowledgeable enough to... Sorry, I'm just... My battery, my charger fell out and my battery is low. There we go. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, you know, knowledgeable enough or even um, in tune with the news enough to run a good podcast myself. So um, I, I thought it was really important to get some people together. And then you need to look into the technology of how are you going to record yourself and how are you going to make it sound good and make it so that you can edit it afterwards. You know, because depending on what way you record, you, you know, you may or may not be able to do much cleanup afterwards. And then there's distribution and stuff. There's actually there's actually an awful lot more work in it than I thought, even for a monthly podcast. Yeah, it's not so easy, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's a great show. Uh, I really uh, enjoy this um, way uh, how the, every episode is uh, designed and and led uh, because it's it's nice to hear. It's uh, It's not only talking like uh, uh, here on Amicas, uh, Odyssey is old, blah, 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 blah. The lazy guys, they do nothing. <laughs> it's, it's really, you can relax. And it's um, for me, it's nice because it's not strict, let's say, uh, retro gaming. I, I'm, not big, uh, I'm not a big gamer for, for the first And uh, I really, I don't really like to play again the same game that I played 20 years ago and again and again. You mean Super I know Frog? Game, yeah. Yeah, Super Frog, of course. This typ yeah. typical, <laughs> Typ typical uh, example. <laughs> so it is nice because it's a mix of everything. So I like to hear something about uh, Super Frog, but not whole episode about Super Frog because please yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so it's really I think it's really nice in my opinion it is one of the best podcasts or the best podcasts in Amiga scene well thank you well, thank you mm -hmm. you're welcome Well, uh, one thing I'd say to anybody starting a podcast was that I, I didn't see a, a need to compete with other podcasts. You know, like you say, there are so many gaming podcasts out there now. There was really no reason um, that I could see to have a purely gaming podcast. And I'm not much of a gamer anyway. So we have a, a small gaming section where we'll talk about any updates and stuff like that or any new interesting news. But um, that's about it. And um The rest of the format then is basically we we think it's different to anything else that any of the other podcasts, which is great because I like the Amiga other Amiga podcasts and to have one more that's uh, adds to the mix rather than uh, duplicating something is nice. Right. So uh, can you can you... one idea because I know I look okay, again on. and ask Amiga and can you make it something like the podcast section that you can make a. Uh, page that every Amiga podcast is there. It will be nice. 
Um, well, that would be a question, wouldn't it, for the uh, website? You know, how many Amiga podcasts are there? Is that what you mean? And then an answer with all of Yeah, the... th- th- that you can have some... Uh, this was the, I don't know, in 20 years ago, this was Amiga Webring. This was something like this. So it will be uh, nice yeah. that this, you have this page that the Amigos podcast is there, uh, Amicas is there, uh, and so on, so on. So you go to one um, collection and you have every, let's say, title or, or every every podcast. So it's not too... Every, ti- every podcast with every episode. This is Maybe a, not w- like this, but think? To, to, no? to have some cover that this this is this, and then it's linked to 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 direct web page or iTunes, but uh, one place that you have everything like uh, like a library of, of podcasts, like a library of podcasts. Oh yeah, something like library. Yeah, this is uh-huh. a good word I was missing. Yeah, a directory even. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, or a directory. Oh, even yeah. Better. Oh. yeah, even better. Yeah, it would be nice. Um, I'm not sure if Ask Amiga is is the right place for it because it has a very uh, focused purpose, you know, which is to ask questions and get answers. So it's uh, it's intentionally not a forum, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, even though there's a little chat area, a uh, real time chat section, um, but uh, it would be nice, all right, to put it would. I mean, as you're talking about it, there, I'm thinking of uh, there are there's something on the English Amiga the Abbey Me website where all of the magazines are put together in one place. I don't know if you've come across that before. I forget I, what it's I called. Take a look. Mm, yeah. I know there's something like um, Hall. Um, yeah. Uh, of games, yeah. yeah? Of games, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it would be nice. Uh, Thank you. Oh, it's the magazine, the Amiga magazine rack, they call it. So if you go to abbeme.net, I think that's where it is, which is the launch pad for everything. EAB is just one of the, the, here you go. And you can see in the top, in the first paragraph, it says the Hall of Light, Amiga English Board, and yeah. the Amiga magazine rack. Okay, so okay. if you go into the Amiga magazine rack, it lists uh, a lot of the... Um, magazines okay now i'm seeing the old ones here but the last time i was here it showed all the current ones as well so i'm assuming they're all in here too all of the currently produced magazines um so basically something like this yeah mm. yeah it would be nice um uh, it would be nice uh, how to do it so that it's low maintenance is always the trick with these things um you know like the the obvious way is that somebody says okay i'm going to make this happen and they'll go and find all of the podcasts maybe ask people and they'll get sent in links okay and then they'll slowly build it up and spend a lot of time and then after a few years as podcasts stop broadcasting you end up with dead links and stuff like that this is the normal way of doing things so it'd be nice to find sort of a, a slightly smarter way that number one is less uh work intensive for the person creating it and number two can uh, uh, stay current somehow you know mm-hmm. maybe with the podcast the podcasting uh, teams updating their own l- links or pages on the site maybe I don't know on the directory uh, ba- ba- basically you can use I think somehow like iTunes uh, or and I, there, there is IP uh, to, 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 to do it something to search search um, podcast uh, magically okay oh forget it this is the <laughs> idea 
Right, um, Jadalath, so can you tell us about your other, you know, like a computer um, love, if I may say like that, C64? Because I know you have one. <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you? Um, I have a souped-up C64 now, Luke, thanks to you. Um, yeah, the the C, my, my first computer was a Spectrum ZX, but really I was so young, I was seven, I never really did anything with it, so I have no real attachment to it. It was the Commodore 64 was the first time where I actually started, you know, typing in commands and stuff like that, playing games um, and reading the, the manual that showed you how to do a bit of development on it. And uh, I'm, I, every time I walk into the, the front room here, the office in the house, it, I, it just gives me such, um, puts a big smile on my face every time I see it there, for whatever reason that is. Um, and currently it's got a Wi-Fi card connected to it um, for BBS and stuff. And once I get comfortable with that, it's going to be uh, doing IRC as well. Great. And we've been talking at some point about, you know, um, BBS. Uh, do you have the intention of starting a BBS on your own as well? Um, it would depend on how much work is involved. Um, uh, free time is difficult at the oh, moment. I absolutely agree. <laughs> yeah, we spend a lot of time driving uh, children to um, things. <laughs> That's where half of our free time goes. Um, but this BBS, this is... On the web, something like this. You don't need the model mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it depends, I suppose, how much work is involved. I mean, we have an IRC channel and a Facebook page, and purely the the, the main idea, I would, I would do a BBS if I thought it would help us connect with more people on the scene, you know. Uh, I would definitely be interested in doing it. Right. Okay. Yeah, so maybe some, like, crowdfunding or <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a there's a really interesting project uh, called OldServers.net, and um, I, f- I forget I forget uh, the guy's name, but he's in he's based in Ireland. Um, he's up the north, and basically he has all these classic machines, and you can log into them through your browser. He's running a server on all of them, so um, I think uh, he, I know he's going to set up an Amiga server so he's going to have an ftp share available to people and he might run something like that as well so i might talk to him actually and see uh, if he's interested in doing something like that because he basically he collects these machines but he doesn't want them uh powered down he wants them powered up and being used by people mm-hmm. very interesting nice nice hmm. very nice i will take a look good uh Oh, guys, what we can say more? Because it's one and a half hour, I think. No, it's not. Oh, we can, we can, we can chat more. Okay, cool. Right. Do you have any other questions then? I or me? You, you, yeah, not yeah. Me, you. Not me. Uh, oh, I don't know. Let me think uh, about the party. I think so. This, I understand, it will be two days, uh, a two-day party now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It will, yeah. And Christoph, um, what what would your what would your feedback be on the party? Actually, you can be the first person I'll ask. What what would you like to see more or less of, or to change? Okay, so let's say what I would like to see, not only on your party, but in let's say general, or to, uh, let's um, do something like copy from the noise or Amsterdam. So more. Um, Something like like this, this, this uh, panels of or to, to to chat with the great guys 
guests, guys, VIPs, or the, the workshops, it's really great. So it, it you can make, for example, the workshop in a uh, software way, like we said before, uh, how to install the classic workbench or how to install something or uh, not typical hardware, because even I was thinking about this, maybe it's not bad uh, because on the mainstream, yeah, the, the, real, the let's say real life, there are really popular some stuff like webinars or or courses online, not online, uh, how to use pages on, on uh, Mac or how to use the Mac. And mm. uh, a lot of people are coming back to the Amiga um, and other retro computers, but we don't have something like uh, like this. And it would be great to have something for, for the first on the meeting or meetup. And then maybe to make some webinars or something because it's, I don't know maybe somebody needs it so in this way so more mm -hmm. interaction that you can learn more like uh, not exactly don't get me wrong like fair or something like this that you can um, get something more from this that only um, drinking a beer for example yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because um, like one problem I think that I have and a lot of people will have is, you know, getting the time to fit this into your life, your hobbies. But if it becomes a part of your life, like, for example, uh, Rob did a really good presentation using Scala and I was looking online. There's actually other people who are still to this day bringing their Amigas with them and they give presentations to a room full of people and it could be on a variety of topics, nothing to do with Amiga. They could be giving a a talk on uh, medical devices or something in IT or uh, somebody was doing an environmental talk and they plugged in their Amiga and they gave the presentation on Scala and nobody really knew in the room. One or two people came up and said, I know what that computer is. Yes, um, really? oh, yeah, so like, yeah, so that's not like you're taking time out of your life or losing time to a hobby or you're, you're using it in your life. And that's a great, uh, I'd, I'd love to attend a workshop on that, for example. Yeah, this 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 is again. I will say the Odyssey <laughs> because <laughs> if I can use my MG Amiga's everyday computer, I connecting this hobby and the, and the real work and uh, the Scala is great example. You can try to do it on Hollywood Designer as well, uh, but uh, I think there is a still there is a lot of. A great option for, for example, for classic Amiga to use it somehow productively or something, or to create uh, um, animation in, in personal paint, or to create the presentation Scala that you can make something more than only hobby. So mm, yeah. it will be great to make some something like this to show the guys that there is something more than Super Frog or Amiga. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So this is my idea. Now, please do it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do my best. <laughs> I know it's it's not so easy because it's uh, it's to 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 make something like this, you must prepare a lot of stuff as well. So, uh, wow, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, do you know what, actually, um, running the event last year, I know that um, I put in at least 400 hours uh, of of work, you know, uh, between all the little things that needed to be done, whether it was printing or contacting people, setting up 
groups, all that kind of stuff, getting tickets organized. Um, and that wasn't even any of the events. So uh, two weeks before the event, I, kn- I knew I'd spent 400 hours I put 400 hours working and I hadn't actually got the workshop done yet. So I was supposed to give a, a music creation workshop and a programming workshop. And uh, Rob, thankfully, was doing the uh, soldering workshop. It's a huge amount of work. And uh, if um, for anybody who wants to do something like this, you should definitely need to get a core team together. Um, it'll it'll just help your sanity and make the event more enjoyable, I think, for everybody. Yep, and you can make the T-shirts even for even for example mm-hmm. yeah you had some great help as well i i remember you know your your wife was very helpful and your sister yeah yeah oh, great yeah. great women <laughs> yeah they they were fantastic um you know my wife helped with uh she did a few uh trips to the airport uh in her car up as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right she got you too yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah my sister my sister was really helpful on the day she took care of the door and directing people um so for example the first time we ran this event uh, on day one we found out in the hotel that the projectors didn't work and that there was a problem with the network connection now, that was a big problem because all of the presentations needed the projector the skype interview needed the projector and the skype interview needed the internet too so we were that was a huge huge problem so just having that one person on the door uh, to give people their ticket and show them you know where they can where they can set up and stuff like that gave me an extra 90 minutes at the beginning uh, to troubleshoot all that stuff and get it sorted so yeah definitely get help and like like in that example they don't even need to be Amiga people and in some cases it's better if they're not because um, they don't get wrapped up in the whole you know the whole <laughs> the whole computer thing yeah 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 and th- th- if they don't know who is this guy? It's, it's okay. This is your ID. Take Go it. away. Take it. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. are a mega guy and this some very important person is, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, this is so. Uh, but it will be. It will be great to. Um, like I said, even this T-shirt that you can maybe somehow sell it, uh, at least to, to, to cover this cost of, of produce it. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had uh, when I was let's say younger, I was attending a lot of uh, Beetle meetings, yeah, Volkswagen Beetle mm-hmm. meetings, and on every meeting, this is weekend meeting, there was something like this, like like T-shirts, like caps or mugs or this this stuff that you have something after this meeting yeah? or maybe you can even make some like uh, meetup awards because you are in good position you doing uh, you are doing this on the first month of the new year so you can uh, take back a look, look on the old year and make your own prizes that the best game is one man blah blah the best software is this the best hardware is this and then you can make statues and statues you can print it in 3D printer. I'm good. <laughs> You're good for the ideas, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually, the, the t-shirt thing is a good idea. Um, and we've had a very kind offer from um, a well-known 3D designer, Paul Kitching um, of Viva Amiga and uh, the uh, uh, Retro Hour podcast. Yeah to uh, design um, a logo for us. So um, I'm actually going to be talking to him today about that. So who knows, we might have uh, something like that. 
Yeah, it will be nice to have, I think. Yeah. Look. I absolutely agree. <laughs> but maybe some ideas, <laughs> because he said he spent only 400 hours on this. Let's put him on, in 800 only, hours. O- only, uh, only. Right, and the event lasts at least three days <laughs> with all the <laughs> workshops and, you know, the additional stuff like, you know, statuses. <laughs> so three days. Yeah, um, hopefully it's um, a lot of people were asking for a longer weekend. Um, so we found a way, yeah, we found a way, we think, to, to hit the sweet spot to get it, you know, where people can arrive at lunchtime now on Friday and this and it'll continue all day Saturday as well. Um, I know from speaking to the people who travel to all of the events, you know, I spoke to, to people who travel to these events a lot uh, when they were here in Ireland and they said that typically the Sunday event ends with a, the three day events finish on Sunday with, you know, very few people because a lot of people have left and it kind of ends yeah. with a whimper. And I don't want to end on a whimper. I want to finish with a bang. So I think uh, for the time being, we'll stay with a two day event that starts Friday afternoon and finishes on Saturday night. I think this is good because uh, I think you can even try maybe to uh, encourage some guys from US to come because uh, it's, I, I don't know, it's four hours with plane to, to, to reach the Dublin or something from US somehow. Uh, from New York if you're on yeah, the from East New York, Coast of America. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I think actually, yeah, I think uh, I think some of the US guys that I know are actually on the West Coast. Yeah, there's... Um, i mean ireland's a lovely place to come and visit and spend a bit of time um you know from wh- wherever you're coming from really uh it, particularly where i live here galway in the west um we have so many people that come uh, to stay to maybe learn english and stuff from other countries and i i know that they enjoy it when they get here so i'm confident enough to you know say to people if you come you'll, you'll enjoy your time inside the event and outside the event too so um yeah hopefully we'll um see Uh, see people coming from the states as well next year. Uh, I'm. I was first time in, in your country this year, so only for weekend. But uh, I must say, this great country makes uh, makes me happy. So I think I, now I, when I go, I will take a look on Ireland more than a few hours. The only problem is the, that you are driving on the wrong side of the world. <laughs> the road. I absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Well, you know what, right or wrong, uh, when it comes to driving, majority rules, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, we uh, we rented a car in uh, Prague one time and um, from Hertz Motors, and I'm amazed they let us take it away because for the first three or four minutes outside their front door, the car was jumping forwards and backwards while we tried to figure out the uh, the automatic transmission, you know. Yeah. Um, But we uh, we uh, we were at a junction. It was a crossroads, and one of the exits was kind of a tunnel. So uh, we couldn't see, find it on the map. So we thought, you know, it must be an old map. This tunnel looks really interesting. Let's go down. So the, we went down this tunnel, and we realized it was only one lane, and there were tracks underneath us, train tracks, uh, tra- <laughs> tram lines. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we realized we, there was going to be a tram going through each direction. So uh, we. I'm sorry, just a minute. 
So uh, yeah, we we uh, quickly put the brakes on and reversed out of there. And when we came out, the the junction was, which had been incredibly busy. You know, nobody was willing to give anyone else a chance to get through. Everyone had stopped to let us out. So I think it must have been a serious uh, direction we went in. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so, nice. so, Sorry. so, yeah, yeah, so, you know, Christoph, you did pretty well with the driving, like, you know, I didn't hear anything that bad from uh, you or your, or your missus. <laughs> yeah, 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 but it was, uh, yeah, but mm, this n- next year is option. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Um, I think um, what I can say about the podcast, maybe again, because um, uh, your plan is to put it episode every every month one episode or maybe uh, you want to compress the information and put more episodes because basically i think the almost every amiga podcast is um, yeah one month only retro hours is weekly podcast yeah Yeah. I mean, I'd love to um I'd love to do a weekly podcast, but again, it's the amount of time. So, we're new to the process and um maybe when it gets, you know, when we catch our rhythm, it might be easier to release more often. Um I know that I know that, you know, intentions change. Uh, like one thing I thought was we would never do interviews in the podcast, but now You know, I'm thinking, you know, we've been thinking like it would be nice to interview people who go to events or run events because you never hear these people being interviewed, really. Um, uh, okay. So who knows? Who knows? We might do a short, you know, like a short uh, 10 minute interview uh, as well and stuff like that uh, and release that uh, in between the other episodes. I don't know. Um Ideally, I'd love to have, you know, an, an episode once a week for maybe half an hour. I don't know about you, Luke. Uh We'll see. Everything is, is in you know in in planning right now. We've, we've we've been discussing and exchanging ideas. We'll see how it goes. I don't want to say any details or, or give any promises, mm. and um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for the time being, anyway, it's it's just going to stay at once a month, and who yeah. knows? We yeah. might review in the new year and see what are we able for. Um, I have a ten-year-old girl. Rob has a new baby girl, and or sorry, Rob is going to have a baby. Yeah, and has a baby girl. So um, yeah, who knows? Uh, you know, even despite the best intentions, I don't know what we'll be able for. Okay, uh, so the other question about podcast: Why podcast, not YouTube? Um, well, personally, uh, I, I love radio chat shows um, and audio drama, all that kind of stuff. And I, I find I can listen to a podcast while I'm driving. Um, the Guru Meditation do great stuff. And I find I don't I'm not up to date with as much of their stuff because it's video. So um, for me, the audio format works better. Um, yeah, I, for long format. And I know that, um, from, you know, if you're talking to marketing people, they find they'd say that if you're doing like marketing or advertising, the video format's the best way to get people to share stuff. But if it's a long message, they say audio is better. I, I really don't know. I don't know. Um, I like the Amigos show as well. I like watching uh, the two guys um, uh, unboxing stuff um, and all that kind of thing. So I, I like both. But uh, I suppose the podcast podcast also means you know i don't have to shave before we start recording yeah this is the same uh, i can sit without nothing here (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, but it's great. I, I love the podcast as well, and um, I'm big fan of podcasts. This is exactly because I can drive the car, I can walk on the street, make my ten thousand steps every day because I try to be less fat that I'm now. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, in YouTube, you can, uh, if even if you want to listen, I always. After one minute, I take a look. Uh, maybe it's something different. No, you cannot. And this is the typical radio stuff. I love it. Yeah, you see, when you don't have uh, the distraction of visual, uh, you you know you need to you know keep the audio moving um, and stuff like that. But I find that, like what I what I used to do was for a, a YouTube. Let's say there was a YouTube program I'd like. I'd download the audio. And then listen to it on my headphones, either you know when I'm out and about, or maybe in bed or something. But um, it, it doesn't always translate directly because sometimes they're holding something up to the camera, and now you mm-hmm. don't know what they're talking about, you know, or what everyone's laughing at, and you, you lose it. Um, yeah, well, it's a great idea to download YouTube as audio. Hmm. Interesting, because there's a, <laughs> lot, you know, a lot of shows. See. But the, but the pictures were well, very often, you know, the video points out to some some details on the screen, and mm. I think it, it it doesn't work. I prefer, you know, just like you said, like a chat radio show, mm. and uh, I don't re- it, I, I don't know if you remember, uh, for example, like um, in the eighties or nineties, there used to be you know, like a radio series of 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 of, of stories. Or, or, for example, um, uh, audiobooks as well. They do the job. <laughs> do, uh, I, I have mm. the great idea because in in Polish radio in eighties, I think there was the in the uh, there was the programs broca- broadcasted programs for yeah. Commodore, yeah, sixty four. So theoretically, you can do it on the podcast. Yeah, and for Spectrum as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you make a one-hour podcast on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know, they're they're different mediums and they're suited to being used in a particular way. So, like a lot of the YouTube stuff, a lot of the YouTube videos are just people talking, and you really don't need the video. But you know, there are people, uh, and now I'm thinking of Amiga Bill from the Guru Meditation. Yeah. Uh, so he's a channel, he's. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, so he's a media professional, and like he does, he does some excellent screencasts. Like he produced uh, something where he did a document on Amiga Writer, and then he did as a slideshow on I don't know was it uh, Scala or one of those. And he he was talking through the process while he was doing it, and people were chatting in the chat room, and that was an excellent show. And uh, the only way you could do that is with the visual. Yeah, um, that's right. But so he's, he's using pro- profi guy. Exactly. That's why it looks so good because probably he's a professional. If, yeah, if he's somebody a professional. from us will try to do it like this, it will be uh, not so nice. Disaster. Yeah, it would have yeah, been a yeah. disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So podcasts are cool. Uh, Definitely, yeah. <laughs> should make more of them. That's why. This, okay. Uh, <laughs> Good guys, I think it's uh, start to to do uh, the final words because it's enough material. I think this is yeah, great, and we can talk more. And maybe um, oh, theoretically we can do some 
yeah, podcast corporation. We can invite each other to each other podcast and something like this. Something Definitely, like, yeah, this yeah. would be great. Uh, but for now, I think uh, f- from my point of view. It was very nice, but I suggest let's start to finishing. And uh, I don't know, Luke has some ideas, or we really start to landing now. Well, we I think we can um, we we can go towards you know the ending for the time being. I think. Yeah, we can always uh, do it again. Yeah, especially before. Uh, Uh, meetup uh, that you when you have the you know more details or and then we can encourage guys but basically probably you want to say something to somebody uh, the nice word I mean uh, the closing word the ending the, the good closing nice word um, well actually. Uh... You know, at the event, I didn't get as much time as I, I wanted to to um, meet people at it because one of the people who um, was was due to come and help me run the event and take care of things like tables and you know connecting up projectors, they had a uh, family emergency the night before; they couldn't be there. So, uh, first of all, everyone who came to the Amiga Ireland event or and just or even makes the effort to go to events, um, I think uh, you know. Uh, I'm really grateful for people like that because I think they keep it, they keep it alive in another way other than just you know we all access the same FTP server. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful to all those people. I really enjoy uh, the company of all those of all those uh, guys and girls. So thanks to everybody who who came and comes and continues to come to the events, and uh, obviously then to all of the the people who create stuff for any all the different platforms Morphos, uh, Aros, Amiga OS 4, people who still uh, produce material for OS 3, Coanto who have you know brought it to um, a distribute another distributable format where you can do it virtually, um, everybody who is keeping it alive in their own way um, I think it's really important, all the podcasters and stuff like that and people producing magazines and um, I suppose my own hope would be that in the future Uh, we'll be able to uh, work more closely together to kind of converge a bit more because we're a small group after all. Yeah, and we need support. But uh, I forgot it to to ask you: Do you attend to some meeting in, uh, let's say, continental Europe, for example? Or like would you like Germany? to? Or would you like to attend to a meeting, for example, in Germany or Poland? Yeah. Definitely. Um, at the moment, the the next the, the two the two I have my eye on at the moment that I think um, I might be able to get to that I hope uh, one the first one's in Poland in August, and the other Ami one parte. yeah Ami parte. and Germany thirty two in Nice. Uh, I hope to I would like to go to both of those. It's a, um, it's it's a bit tricky. I have to figure out a few things, but I hope to go to both of those. Yeah, so let's do it together. Uh, in Noise, I will be. I already have the tickets. Excellent. It's not far from <laughs> from my place now. Uh, yeah. And uh, in Poland, uh, I can be. I can order the tickets, and I can go to Poland, and uh, then we can make the, some relations from the because there there was a lot of um, even from my side uh, uh, reports from parties in Germany, for example. But nobody is talking about the parties in Poland. Instead, uh, that there is only one exception: the bill he was, <laughs> so he made. Uh, but basically, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but basically, it's it's, it's good country uh, and a good country to make a party. So, uh, and 
connected with Amiga, so we can arrange something together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, I might actually, I might start looking at flights uh, today now when we're finished the call, and uh, I'll get in touch with you and see um, see uh, how you feel about it. Um, and the, I've seen footage and photos in the Amiga, par- uh, Amiga party in Poland. It looks absolutely fantastic. And to, to the noise, uh, I think uh, I talked with Luke about this, and uh, I don't know which airport was the good for for. For this, I think. I don't know if I can attend that one with a little baby. It's, you know... It's uh, without still... baby going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that life changes, <laughs> at least for some time. Later on, it gets better. <laughs> okay, but we'll see. Still, we have the time. Yeah. Um, actually, there's, uh, there's an event... I... I think it's somewhere in Amsterdam and they're having, sorry, there's somewhere in, uh, somewhere in Holland. I can't remember where, but, uh, I think they're had, they have a children's area, like a crash or something during the event, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Amsterdam <laughs> on Rotterdam, something like this. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember now. Um, it's, it's one of those, it's one of the events where they're renting a kind of a, uh, they're renting some kind of a country house or they're using a country house, um, and they're kind of adapting it for their purposes for the weekend, but I just cannot remember off the top of my head. Okay. So maybe we Why need not? to maybe we need to push for something like this for the. Uh... We'll see. We'll see. It's a good. It's a good point to consider. <laughs> but, but, but basically, yeah. it's. it's it, I think it's, it's, it's something like this, or even um, greater events are possible because um, I think uh, the Amiga population. Mm, it's um, quite old or maybe not old uh, uh, but we should have some money to to pay for some tickets or to make the party comfortable you know in these ages you need the, some I don't know balcony or, or the nurses or, you know maybe not now but in 10 years yeah. <laughs> or medical so, kit medical <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, okay. let's stop it because uh, we'll never stop it, and this is bad. Or not bad, but uh, I think um, uh, I will say let's stop it. Uh, it was a great time for me. Uh, so thank you. Thank yeah. you very much as well. Yeah, thanks to you too, guys. Thanks for the invitation. I enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
It was AmiCast, podcast for all Amiga users.